Um, hi, this is Ariana Evans, and you are listening to I See You Mama, um, a podcast where we talk with other moms um, about um, the good stuff, the hard stuff, the silly stuff, the crazy stuff, like the and and recognize and see each other in the good things that we're doing in mom in motherhood in life and and um, and how we kind of we feed our souls. And so we like I like to say like. Um, growing souls without losing our own. So my guest today is Felicia James. I pronounced all that right. Yes, you did. <laughs> Felicia James, um, who is a mom at my kids' school. So we have kids in the same grades, fourth grade and second grade. Yes. Uh-huh. And then, although your second graders are your youngest babies, so. And then you have older ones. In right, middle, I have a 12-year-old. An older one in middle. So Felicia has four kids. Yes, I have, yes, four kids. Four kids, a husband in the military. That is correct. Um, And every time I see her, she has this joyful big smile on her face. Like, her kids are always kind. My middle guy uh, was really sweet on your your baby girl (laughs) for like a whole year. They were uh, sweethearts. Like... (laughs) All I could hear about, like, we ended up buying a painting that's upstairs that looks like Lauren. Are you serious? Jude, yes. <laughs> because Judah was like, oh, Mama, it looks like Lauren. Oh, and I was my. like, we'll get it. Yeah. It's like a really sweet little, How it's cute. from a, a children's book. Yeah. But he, he looks at that every day. He's like, that looks like Lauren. He looks like Lauren. Her little puff balls. He loved Lauren. And Lauren loved Judah, too. They were sweet. Yeah, they were sweet little yeah. friends. Kindergarten, Kindergarten sweeties. <laughs> they were something else. They were. Mm-hmm. So Felicia and I have been kind of hanging out and passing, like seeing each other at pick up and drop off. And mm-hmm. I always sort of look at her life. And so like oldest boy in middle. And then our 10-year-olds, both mm-hmm. ha- or your 10-year-old has... Um, fairly intense special needs down syndrome mm-hmm. but then additional needs on top of that he's right nonverbal nonverbal he's got some additional stuff mm-hmm. and then lord help you you had twins yes a set of twins at After age that, 40 oh my at age 40 oh my <laughs> i tell you something else yeah <laughs> oh my gosh so i i wanted to bring Felicia on here and we'll just talk about what we talked about and we um We'll cover all kinds of different topics and yeah. uh, and thanks for coming on the thanks well, for thanks, coming on the podcast. Yes, you're very welcome, and thanks for inviting me. You're I welcome. really appreciate it. You're welcome. <laughs> so many conversations I feel like I end up having with moms, and I'm like, man, we talk about the good stuff. Like mm-hmm. we don't mess around. We're like, okay, so let's talk <laughs> about real life, and then like, but that just kind of happens between. Like, the two of us. Yeah. Or, like, if it's, you know, just a couple, like, on the playground or whatever. And then, like, but I know as a mom, one of the hardest things for me was just being lonely. Mm -hmm. Like, you're home with people who are nice. I love these little people. (laughs) Yeah. But uh, they're they're not, like, it's not like a give and take relationship. Mm -hmm. Like, it's mostly a take relationship. Exactly. Right? Mm-hmm. And because they need something from you all the time. All mama, the time. Mama, mama, mama. I'm like, what? It's like everything's pulling from you, taking away. You never give any, get anything. Yeah. But like the best, I don't know, We're I've talked a lot about like how connection is so important. 
And, like, if I'm not connected with anybody, I'm just sort of, like, you know, lost. You know. (laughs) That's true. It's like when you do, when you get to the store, grocery store, some of you're talking to everybody. It's like, hey, it's it's another another adult I can talk to. (laughs) (laughs) Besides these kids, me yelling at them. My kid's like, mommy, you know everybody. I'm like, I know. And I used to fuss at my own mama about that. Like, you know, you talk too much, mama. Like, I didn't dare that say that to her face. I know. But I sure would say that. <laughs> like, that's my niece said. Most you talk to everybody. If I don't even know you, I just start a conversation at yeah. Publix or somewhere. It's crazy. But. It's lonely. <laughs> I mean, I talk to strangers in the grocery store, like, about who does, like, oh, is that a good cereal? Like, yeah. <laughs> just kind of striking up a conversation. Right. And hopefully they'll keep talking. <laughs> yeah. So you're like, hi, okay, I'm going to go by myself now. And yeah. Well, and. Like, so when I see, I was going to say before, when I see you, I see, like, your four kids. I've known Dylan since our kids were in kindergarten together. Yeah. And and then knowing that, like, you have a military husband who's off, like, deployed. No, but he's deployed in the States, so you could still Yeah, he's here in the States, but yeah, he just goes out of town, often work long hours. Like I said, he's the breadwinner of the family. I don't yeah. work, so... Yeah. yeah, he has a, and some take on second job. So, yeah, I have to do it mostly all by myself. So, yeah, it's and, something. <laughs> and how, like, how hard that is, especially, like, knowing what intense needs, like, one of your kids has. And then, and then you had twins. What? Okay. Yes. <laughs> yes. I had one with special needs. Yes. And then after I got over that hurdle with him, uh, complications and hospital stays and, then I end up with twins. Yes. Who would imagine? <laughs> a special needs and then on twins on top of that. So. Like, so you're already having trouble. So let's just give you some. Give me a little extra. Give you extra babies. Like, oh. I know. Seek or swim, mama. Exactly. I better get to take some swimming lessons. <laughs> <laughs> it's something. I don't know. But, but you have family who lives close? Like on your mom and your sister? Yeah, they live here. But no, I really don't have any help. Yeah, they're they're working. I mean, no babysitters. I have nieces, older nieces, but I, I really don't have any help. If I really needed it, I mean, emergency, I'm sure they'll step up. But my mom, she's still working. Yeah. My grandmother moved here four years ago. I'm from Michigan, but she she didn't help either. <laughs> I thought she would because I took on a job at the post office, thinking, oh, my grandmother can help me pick up the kids. But she let me know in advance, no, I'm not. I'm not that, doing that. I'm not so, here for that. Yeah, but what are grandmothers, great-grandmothers for? I don't, well, mine are too old to do anything. Be like, I don't trust my gra- my great-grandpa. My Their great-grandpa is 92. I'm like, no, oh, not really? anybody. Oh, well, see, my grandma, she's 85. But she's yeah. not too bad. She's getting there, bad. but she's still functional and yeah. driving. And I thought I would have help. But, yeah, I have no help, really no support. It's just me and my husband, that's it. Yeah. So a friend invited me the other week. Said, "Hey, do you want to go to uh, a play?" I was like, "Well, let me check with the husband first, because I don't have any babysitters." Yeah. So he said he was off that weekend, so I can go. If he's not off, or he has class or whatever, then no, it's a no go for me. Yeah. Basically, no it's, go. I mean, uh, like, so I we can talk about. So I'm all my family is in Texas. Oh, all of them. So we have. Like, one set of grandparents who live in Mount Juliet, which mm-hmm. is not very far away. But, like, that, it's not an option to be like, go stay at grandma's. Right. Or go stay at grandpa's house. And, like, you know, have a... Hold on. 
Two rounds of coffee. <laughs> That's what we need it. <laughs> right. To function. But there's not an option to like, you go stay at grandma's and we get like the weekend off. Like I have friends who do that. I'm like, that's yeah. amazing. I don't even yeah, really have... know what I would do with my time if I had like a weekend to myself yeah. with my husband. I'm like, what? We I can know. like talk to each other? And nobody's like, mom, hey mom, mom. Right. They're always hungry. Especially my middle guy, Judah. Oh. <laughs> that boy. Mama, can I have a snack? I'm like, you just ate. Exactly. They're right in the refrigerator. He's eight years old, and he's, I feel like the locusts are like, come home and like, just mow down everything. I know. It's something. Yeah. It's <coughs> me, but people say, you need date night. You need to take time. Well, when? how are you going to do that? When? You have no support, no babysitters, and you can't trust your kids with anybody nowadays. Right. So, well, there's a very small like circle of people that, I, like, you have to work pretty hard. We've had babysitters over here, and I'm like, I will never have you over here again. Yeah. Like, that was... No. <laughs> I know. And then with Dylan having special needs, you just can't... You have to really keep an eye on him. You I practically mean, need a nurse. Yeah. To so. come and babysit for you. <laughs> exactly. And nurses so. are tired. They don't want to babysit. Exactly. So, it's just complicated. But we'll we'll, we'll make it. <laughs> yeah. But I think that's what, like, we do as moms. We say, all right, well... This is the resources I have. These yeah. are the resources I have. And we're going to go forward. Because as moms, we can't be like, well, I'm quitting. Yeah, you can't quit. So, and some do. I mean, you hear moms out there, they they can't, they just can't do it. They leave the husband, the kids, and all. They're gone. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't dare do that. I know. Because, the, like, you, you talk about... How you press everybody's clothes in the morning. <laughs> exactly. And how I barely, like, put them in clean clothes. <laughs> like, I can only imagine what it would be like. And I love my husband, but, like, him getting three children ready for school in the morning. What kind of... <laughs> I know. What will happen? Like... <laughs> something. Brushing hair. That won't happen. Yeah. Teeth brush. No. Probably not. Like, he's he's not even a morning person. So, like, he's barely functional. Yeah. Before, like, 10 a.m., he's like, mm, what? Coffee. <laughs> and so, exactly. Like, you know, my yeah. husband, he will take the kids to the bus stop, but I have to get up, get them ready. So, I mean, by him driving, I guess that's some help, but not really. I got to yeah. get up, get them dressed, and, well, they get themselves dressed, but make sure they have their backpacks and all. Yeah. But, but I wonder, too, like... How did we get here as a culture? Like, how do we get to the place where moms are just sort of an island? Like, I don't know. I think about, like, my grandma and my mom, and they always had, like, other stay-at-home moms Mm -hmm. who they were hanging out with, who they were doing stuff with. Like, we were over at other moms' houses. Right. Like, and then we were like, y'all go ride horses in the pasture. We're like, okay. Nobody watching us. We were riding bareback. Yeah. Like, while well, they sat inside and were, like, sipping their sweet tea. Exactly. But the world's just changed. Every, I mean, it's just different now. Yeah. I mean, you can't send your kids out there to go play or ride their bikes down the street, you know. Yeah. It's just not safe like it was back in the olden days. And a lot of times they had help, too. They had their sisters and... Yeah. They had a lot of help. Family but, close. Yeah, yeah. My, my family's pretty close, but, I mean, I just don't have that help. Yeah. But it's like, if I think about, like, I look at my sisters, two of whom, well, they all work now. Mm-hmm. My oldest sister stayed home until her kids were mostly in high school. Oh, okay. Kids. But she's in, she's far away in Houston. Yeah. So it's not like I can be like, hey, I'm coming over and we're going to like, yeah. you know, 
let our babies play together while we have a minute to talk. Exactly. Like we're like hun- hundreds of miles away. Mm-hmm. I think it's almost it's close to a thousand from here to Houston, maybe because mm. it's six hundred to my parents and oh well, maybe not a thousand, but it's nine hundred at least. Yes, it's not around the it's, corner. No, it's not around the corner. <laughs> like come on over. So, yeah, come on over. Have it with the kids. Yeah. Well, and and too, I like I've read so many things about how like is it safer or less safe? Like there's so, there's kind of differing opinions. Like it feels like our kids are less safe, but actually they're far more safe because of helmets and like everybody watching out and everybody su- being super aware of like mm-hmm. predator behavior. Like yeah. there isn't this, but it feels less safe. Like yeah, it does. I was out right letting the boys ride bikes in the street. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I have to be out there with them. Yeah, like, you have every to. minute. Because, one, they're going to get run over because right. they're ding-dongs. And <laughs> no. they're, like, they're like, car! And they're like, oh, a car is coming. <laughs> and then they get out of the street. But also, like, you know, the, I, rec- I recognize, like, they're little. Mm-hmm. And if somebody decided to hurt them, they don't have the power to stop No, them. they don't. Yeah. It's just scary. So, yeah, you have to keep by them. You just never know. I mean, there's predators out here. And it's just it's just bad, but I don't know. It's it's why we. I mean, I feel like this has been the topic for the whole week, like keeping kids safe mm-hmm. or letting them fail. Yeah. And do we let them fail at a young age where it's it's not such a bad fail? Like it's bad enough that they like might flunk something, right? Or you know, not hand in like a major project or feel like fourth grader is a wash, you know. Yeah. <clears throat> but if we kind of guard them and protect them all the way up till adulthood and then like you're on your own. Right. Then they'll and be then in they shock. feel big. Like when if you feel big when you're twenty two, it looks really different. Yeah. Than when you're ten. Exactly. You know what I mean? And I like I've been going really back and forth about that. So what I mean, what's your take on that? Mm. I mean, because as a kid, like, I was, you're looking at that picture of my family, seven kids. Right. There's not enough adults to watch all those people. Exactly. And so I got into a lot of trouble. Not like with the law. Right. But, but just mischievous getting into stuff yeah, you shouldn't be. Falling into stuff and getting scraped up and making messes and, yeah. you know, things that, like, should have probably been, like, oh, what's happening right now? Let's fix that. Like, yeah. just kind of flew under the radar. You know, stuff that I felt like was big that I couldn't come to my parents about because they were busy or, like, I just had to kind of figure it out myself. Yeah. But some of that built resilience in me mm-hmm. that that I don't know if my kids have. Like, Right. Because <laughs> I think we may be overprotective of the kids back then. Now, because back then, I mean, like you said, they did you hear that? <laughs> I did. I just saw your expression on your face. <laughs> it was good. I was like, oh, just go ahead and let Sorry. it out. So yeah, I was like, Rab. right? Sorry, oh, let me edit that. <laughs> I just silly. never drink coffee during a podcast, never. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. Uh, I feel me may baby the kids a little more. Than what yeah. we used to do, and that may—I don't know if it may hurt them in the long run. We gotta kind of let them get out there a little bit. I think. Yeah. I mean, not to hurt themselves, but get out there and kind of express themselves. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, let them be. I don't know. 
But sometimes I feel like as ma as parents, like we can see. <laughs> oh, look, that's my sister. That's so jazzy. I know. Um, I feel like we can see as parents, like stuff coming down the long run. Right. Like, yeah. You don't wear your helmet and you crash. You yeah. get to do that one time. Exactly. And you don't come back from that. Mm-hmm. Like, broken bones, yes, you can, like, fine. Right. But you but better put that helmet exactly. on your head. Right. Concussions, brain injuries, that's right. traumatic. We you don't, don't want come back that. from that. Right. Well, and, and, like, I don't know, it's weird with, like, bullying. Yeah. And, like, how far do you let it go before you're like, no, no. Well, nowadays, you've seen all the stuff on the news. People, these young kids, 10, 9 years old, committing suicide. That, I mean, I would. that's yeah, crazy. That is crazy to me. I mean, from bullying, I see it on the internet all the time. Yeah. So, that must be really bad. I mean, of course, I don't think we experienced any bullying in our schools. Have you? <laughs> oh. Yes. Oh. Yes. Oh. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Tita, my, I mean... It's it's kind of hard to tell with him. He's he's like my kid who just needs constant input. Yeah, he's kind of a pest, but he's like the sweetest sweetheart. That sounds like my Landon. Yeah, smart as a whip, but just he's a he's a bully himself at home to a sister. Yes, Judas just always like yeah nagging and picking. Yes, he, well there was a boy at school who every time he got close to. Every time Judah got close to this boy, he would kick him. Oh. And it went on, like, to the point where Judah finally broke down and was like, this boy, it's cool. Yeah. And I was like, well, let's talk to your teacher about it. And he was like, he, I guess he didn't even think that was an option. Yeah. I was like, uh, what? <laughs> I know. Hey. We, if somebody's hurting you, you, you tell yeah, somebody. Yeah, you let somebody know. Don't let it go on and on. Yeah. You know. Some of these kids may feel pressured. I mean, maybe they're getting to a point they can't seem to handle. I don't know, but we need to handle it before it gets to that point. Right? But it's not, I don't feel like it's like, you know, the kind of bullying you hear about in the news. Right. Yeah, I think that may be really traumatic, that type of bullying when they're taking their lives. What? But, like, our kids don't have any social media. They don't have a way to connect. Mm-hmm. online with other people mm-hmm. so if it happens it happens at school yeah or like you know on the soccer field or mm-hmm. something that i'm that i'm around for right and can go no nah, well, mm-hmm. we're not gonna have that right this is something though i don't know <laughs> and i don't know the the answer like as a mom you know, I think my kids look at me like, you know what you're doing, right? I'm like, no. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> oh, I'm winging this thing as we go through this thing called life. <laughs> exactly. So I look at you like, I don't know. I, I, I look at other moms. I'm like, how do y'all do this so well? Like your son, your oldest son, when he comes to get Dylan from school, mm-hmm. is so sweet. He picks him up. He carries him around like... There's just so much kindness I see in your kids. Like, and yeah, I guess we're all working together. I don't know if it's a norm thing, but I mean, we just gravitated to Dylan. I mean, we all hands on for him. Yeah. Because he has so much medical problems. I think it just comes natural to us now that, hey, where's Dylan? We got to know where Dylan is all the time. He got to get his medicine. I mean, 
he he helps a lot yeah <laughs> but it's so it's so sweet to see like I don't know. My kids are kind of <laughs> a little bit selfish. They're like, no. if they see each other struggling, they're like, ha. <laughs> well, yeah. They, well, it just depends. Like I said, my oldest, Donovan, he he loves D- Dylan. I mean, he just took, he just gravitated towards him. I mean, yeah. when he was first born, he didn't get to see him because he was in the hospital for that whole year. And they wouldn't let him come in. So. He was in the hospital for a whole year? Well, yeah. Well, basically, when he was born, um, he was born in January, and um, he stayed in the uh, NICU until April. And then what? that was his first time being discharged to mm-hmm. home. So he saw him then when we first came home. That was about four, four months and then Dylan stayed home about a few days and was back at the hospital again. Oh. So we was going back and forth with him basically the whole first year of his life. He stayed there for months, came home for a few days, back for months again. Was it his heart? Well, no. He just had lung problems. He Lungs. had um, pulmonary hypertension. Okay. Wow. And so, yeah, most Down syndromes do have problems with their heart. But for Dylan, he had the pulmonary hypertension which required him to be on oxygen and ventilator 24 oh seven. And he just couldn't adapt to the home ventilator. It's a hospital ventilator. I guess it's a little more powerful or what have you, but his body just didn't, I mean, he would just desat and oxygen levels would go down. So he ended up being on that uh, machine for five years, actually after. Oh yeah. So when he full turned time? full time, yeah, for five years he was on the ventilator and oxygen. We would have to carry everywhere we went. I really didn't take him out much. Yeah. Um, just for germs and things of that nature. And yeah. we did have nursing, not 24 hours, but we had nursings for 12 hours. That's good. During the day. And then at night we would, we would tend to deal on ourselves. And so even I would my rather husband, have that during the night. Like, well, yeah, that's what <laughs> we were Let me get saying. some sleep. <laughs> Well, and then, yeah, well, my husband, we would take turns. He would, we would have to stay with Dylan overnight in his bedroom. Yeah. So that happened, that went on for five years. And during that time, you had twins. Right. During that what? time, <laughs> we had twins. How are you saying? How are you alive I, today? I would be like, and I need, no, I can't function. I, need I know. Like, I don't know at times myself. And just right when Dylan was starting to get better is when the twins came along. So I was like, oh, my. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, but twins. Were they a surprise? They were a surprise because after Dylan, I was supposed to get my tubes tied. Uh, yeah, because like I said, I started having kids late 35 for my first child and then 38 with Dylan. Yeah. And then and after his medical problems, I mean, I knew I was only going to have two kids anyway since I started so late. So, yeah. Surprise! Your plans? Yeah, no, that was like thirty-seven, thirty-eight. Having deal, I can't recall, but um, and then yeah, two years later, pregnant at forty with twins. Good times. Yes, good, good times. times. I tell you, <laughs> <laughs> bring so it on. Was your husband actively deployed, like in country or out of country during that time? Oh no, he's been in country. He was only deployed um, prior to the kids. Okay. When we first got married, he was in. Um, uh, Afghanistan for what one year okay and so at that time we didn't have any kids I was just doing my thing working and right yeah married but he's far away married far away yeah and then when he came home we still hadn't had any kids it was a few years after that so yeah, yeah. so I guess we had our time at the beginning <laughs> because now it's all about these kiddos and I tell you yeah but yeah it's good yeah Matt Matt and I were married 
it was almost five years before we had our first. Because mm-hmm. I was got married, I was 27, and then, I mean, I, Cora was born, and then the next two weeks later, I turned 32. Mm. So then I had a 32, 32-year-old baby, like, had a baby at 32, had a baby at 30. Four, had a baby at 36 wanted to have another baby so i'm like come on just one more one more and yeah. Mike was like shut it down shut it down we're closing off right i was like but, but it's uneven we need even ch- like yeah he needs a buddy no 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 more he said no more so you but wanted more i wanted more i was 38 but he was 40 okay i keep pointing because he's yeah, upstairs. upstairs asleep yeah <laughs> It's a good life, isn't it, babe? Uh-huh. I tell you, well, it can happen. Like I right. said, 40 with twins, I tell you. Oh, my gosh. But it wasn't that bad. The pregnancy was great. I mean, I didn't have any complications. I was a little worried yeah. prior because thinking of what Dylan and I was yeah. older and then having twins. So, yeah, but no complications with the pregnancy at all. Were you worried about Downs again? No. I was I was kind of, I was worried if maybe they would have, I didn't know, not necessarily it's Downs, but I didn't know if they would be something may be right. wrong you yeah. know having kids later on then you having twins right but they were perfectly healthy no no problems they were six one and seven when i had big babies yes you did yes for twins and i was yeah. uh, so huge <laughs> i looked abnormal no. <laughs> but i had some perfectly healthy babies and i was thankful for that so yeah good yeah so yeah but dylan like i said his special needs very I'm, we're blessed to have him in our lives. I mean, he's, yeah. he adds joy to us. He I is, mean, sweetie. Stuff gets complicated, and but we're we're, we're hanging on. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I, one of the things I love about you, at least you know, this is my observation, mm-hmm. is that you guys handle those things with so much joy. And yeah, we. Beautiful. I mean, yeah, we're just taking it as it is. I mean, God gave Dylan to us for a reason. I mean, each one of our children He gave to us. So I feel as though. I mean, he won't put more on than you can handle is what right. they say. So, yes. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I just take it as a blessing and just keep moving forward. Yeah. Basically, yeah. You can't get down. I mean, because shoot, if you get down, it's just going to be even harder. No, don't get me wrong. I have my days. Yeah. You have your days where yeah. you're just like, hey, I just need time to myself. I want to do this. And you can't do stuff. And then you get to thinking, hey, get back on track. Yeah. Put your gr- big girl panties on and let's go. <laughs> Well, even with three like neurologically typical children, mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm, I'm, I know, know it's hard. Yeah, I str- like I, I struggled. Well, at least you recognize it and you yeah. knew something was going on. Some people don't get help. I mean, it's not a bad thing when moms struggle and, and they need additional help. You should go seek because a lot of times you end up hurting the kids, hurting yourself, or just doing things that is not in your character. Right. So at least you did recognize, hey, something's not right here. Right. You know. Yeah. I mean, a lot of times, mom, we do need help, but people think, oh, we're super moms. We are supposed to do it. This Nothing's supposed to break us down. But, I mean, we're, we're humans, too, you know? That's such an illusion, and it's such a hard thing to live up to. Yeah. I like, mean, we have some high standards, you know? Right? They, they make us, hey, you can't be sick. You can't do this. You can't. It's just, it's not in our world. You can't do that. You can't be sad. Right. I mean, you can't have a minute where... What's wrong with you? They look at you like you're crazy if you're having a bad day. Like my husband said, you're cranky and irritable. 
I mean, maybe I was. <laughs> well, let's take a look at this, my life right exactly. now. Exactly. Hey, and my whole world changed. I was used to working. I've worked all my life. And just to come home, you know, you, you can't go to work anymore. That's the change for you. Then you have yeah. the babies and he's yeah. not work. He's working and you don't have any help. It's just, it's a lot on you. So, I mean, thankfully I was, I I may have had some times, maybe I didn't even know I could have been depressed. I don't know. But you have some moments at times. It's just overwhelming. Yeah. It's like, hey, I I can, but you just got to keep pushing forward and say, I can do this. Yeah. But it's hard days. I'm telling you. <laughs> I think the hardest thing for me was always asking for help. Like, yeah, because there was this idea that I should be able to do it yeah. by myself. No. That's why a lot of people think we should be able to do it. This right. is a hard job. And they think just because you stay at home, oh, you have so much free time. Oh, you, have, <laughs> you can do all kinds of stuff. I have but, free time to, like, maybe make the house look like not a pit of despair. Yeah. And I'm, clean up the mashed potatoes that are on the wall. Okay. Or, what? From the night before. Right. <laughs> it's hard out here. Yeah. I think staying at home, my <laughs> job is hard. Yeah. Personally, I would rather go to work. <laughs> I would. I would go work and then come home and do whatever. But then that'd be more work for us. So right. I don't know. Like in office, like the sh- the times when I've before kids and then kind of during it, like pre- the last year in the last um, school year mm-hmm. when I was working. Yeah, I was like, man, these are adults. Yeah, they tell me. They appreciate yeah. what a good job I'm doing. Like you oh, feel love. You. It's like, hey, <laughs> thanks. Yeah, and like I can bust my behind, wash everybody's clothes, make an amazing dinner, keep the house clean, like pick everybody up, drag them to all their activities, and they're like, this day is gross. Yeah, like, that's the thanks I get. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Or I don't want to eat that. Or I don't right. want that. Yeah. Or to let you not have a bad day and not pick up that day or something. They was like, well, why didn't you clean the house? Or why didn't you eat this? Yeah. What are we having for dinner? You yes. know, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I think we, if we put these men in these positions, I wonder how would they do. <laughs> That's what I was saying before. Like, if, if I yeah. died and my husband had to do all these things and go to work, like... Yeah. He already has said, like, he would call his mama and ask her to move in. (laughs) I know. They would have have help. I don't know that I, like, if Matt died, I don't know that I would call my mama and ask her to move in. I would move to Texas. Yes, where you can get help. Right, where I would be close to family, at least. Yeah. So, at least, like, there are another set of eyes on my kids. Right. Even if they're not in the day-to-day of, like... Right, but if you need them, they're right there. Right. I can say... We're going to grandma's house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they, another, like, more eyes on my kids and looking at them and saying, hey, have you noticed, like, if something's off? And mm-hmm. and they have a relationship with them, too. Yeah. Like, you do need family. You do need family. You do. It's important. Yeah. So we just had my dad's side. But, like, I had this beautiful relationship with my grandma mm-hmm. where I really felt seen mm-hmm. as a kid. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like. She was like, oh, I see these things in you that are good and beautiful. Right. And, I mean, my mom saw those things, too, and my dad saw them, too, but they didn't have the time. Right, with with six additional siblings. (laughs) You know. They didn't have the time to be like, let's sit down and talk about, let's, like, foster this gift in you. Yeah. Or this this love of something. 
Not that they didn't care. They loved you. But I mean, with six additional siblings. Right. It's like, here, you're you're carrying like five bricks and you're treading water. But like, throw yes. some compliments out. <laughs> I know. I'm telling you. Let's start for that. Like, we needed to. I, so I would move home to Texas and like just mm-hmm. have additional people loving on my kids. Mm-hmm. Like, I have that here. And I would love to have more of that. Yeah. And I would love to have, you know, them know that my my sisters and my brothers and have a relationship with them in a more, like, day-to-day way. Yeah. But. I know. So, do they ever come and visit you guys or? I'm the black sheep that lives in another state. So, we go to Texas. Oh, you guys go. Yeah, we go for, like, three weeks every summer. Okay. And just sort of hop from everybody's sister to sister. Yeah. <laughs> like, you? really, I stay with my sister's. Um, well, that's fun. Yeah. And that gives the kids something to look forward to every summer. Hey, we're going to Aunt so-and-so's house. We're going to do this. Yes. And they'll have memories and all. But Yes. Well, they and they have a lot of cousins on my side. So I think we're up to like 19 kids between the seven of us. Wow. So they have a lot of cousins. Yeah. To spend time with. Right. Who are very close to their age. So they, okay. I think they have a good time. Yeah. They I may grow they up and do. be like, you remember every summer you dragged us to yeah, Texas they hated it. <laughs> I'm like, oh, but it seems like you're having fun now. I and know. I'm having fun, so suck it up, buttercup. Exactly. <laughs> I'm telling you. That's fun, though. Oh, man. We just got on a big tangent about what I would do if Matt died. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I was like, Matt, please don't die. Don't die. <laughs> don't die. No. Please don't die. Honey. I know you don't listen to my podcast, but if you hear this someday, exactly, don't die. She loves you. I do love you. <laughs> oh goodness, that's funny. Oh man. <laughs> so how do you? How do you? Like, what's your favorite thing to do to sort of take care of your mind and your heart? Like when your husband is out of town and you're like single mom to the four kids for a while, like. Single mom with like a a, a paycheck. Yeah. <laughs> like I think of it like when Matt's not here, I'm single mom with a paycheck. Right. Somebody else's paycheck, but single mom with like like I a know. trust fund mom. I know. It's not a big trust fund. <laughs> I know. I don't know. You said, how do I feel? What do you do to kind of take care of your like your soul or like your well being? Like, well, well, uh, I did join the gym at one time. And that kind of helped me. But I do like to go enjoy walk in the park. Yeah. I mean, that kind of eases me. I just look at the trees and the nature and just take it easy. Yeah. Go for a stroll. I do mean, you, that helps me. Yeah. Do you uh, listen to music? Yes, I do listen to music while I'm walking. What's your favorite kind of music? Um, I don't know if I have any favorite. I mean, I listen to all kind of music. Gospel, jazz, R&B, rap. I listen to it all. I'm kind of versatile there on that. I don't know. But, yeah. I don't know. And sometimes I'll just sit on the couch and just sit there and just don't have TV on or anything. Yeah. And, you know, that's just being quiet. Yes. Sometimes I like to do that, too. Take a moment. Not long, but <laughs> just sit there and just be by myself and just just, just be quiet. No TV on, no nothing. I just sit there. I have a big window out by my kitchen. I just look outside and look at the neighbors. <laughs> that's all. That's what I do. I don't know. Nothing fantastic, but. But I think <clears throat> I was listening to someone else talk about 
he called this podcast the pause and if um you ever listen to podcasts there's a guy who i sometimes listen to is called rob bell hmm. and he talked about the pause like taking a moment like mm-hmm. working in silence or stillness yeah into your life because that like taking that minute to sort of like <sighs> yes take a breather like re-centers us as people Mm-hmm. You know? I think it's true. I mean, like I said, I'll sit yeah. at home and, like I said, just silence, no TV, no nothing, yeah. just just quiet. Yeah. You need that. Because then we get home, it's like screaming, sit down, <laughs> no, don't do that. Come here. Where's your homework? Yes. Where's yeah. your homework? But you get your backpack. Empty out your lunchbox because I don't want to clean that <laughs> rotten food. Yeah. <laughs> it's something. It's like nonstop once they get home. So, yeah. Yeah. That's so good. I I don't I don't get quiet and still enough. Like you don't. No. I if I I feel like guilty if I'm sitting still for a minute. I'm like, uh, I should be folding laundry or I should be washing yeah. Like it's hard for me to sit still. Yeah. Well, sometimes, hey, my husband's out of town this week, so hey, I'm kind of taking even lately easier too. I was like, hey, I'm not going to do that today because he's not here. I want to hear his mouth when he gets in. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's kind of relaxing too. But yeah, take a moment for yourself. And a, a lady told me that a long time ago before I even had kids. She said you have to take time for yourself because if you don't, you're going to get lost in all this. Yeah. So, yeah, I think everybody, we need a little time for ourselves. Yeah. It doesn't have to be fancy. Because you'll go crazy. It doesn't have to be fancy. Yeah. It's not like you're going to a spa. Right. Like, (laughs) you know. Although that would be nice. It would be nice, wouldn't it? Yes. (laughs) Like, I'm going to get a massage. Mm -hmm. Just sit here with some cucumbers on my eyes. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. And relax. And relax. So that's so, I feel like there's, so you... You just dropped some wisdom on me. Like, because okay. I forget to be still and just sit. Yes. You and need sort to of do like, that. It's okay. Yes, breathe in. Just. Yeah. You'll, you'll be amazed how you feel. Try it. <laughs> <laughs> Starting today. Start right now. Right now. Yeah. It's, I was started trying to meditate every day, mm-hmm. like just to do a little bit. And yeah. I. I could only be still for like four minutes. Uh, and I was like, okay, I got to get up. I yeah. can't. Four minutes. But hey, your four minutes, make it to ten minutes. Right. You give yourself some time. My doctor we- was like, you know you have hypertension. You know what helps with that? <laughs> Meditation. And yeah. I was like, stink. Oh. I don't want to do that. Uh-huh. I can't be still. Be still. <laughs> be still. Just sit there. It's something, I tell you. That's so good. I, it's. I feel like that when there's a theme, that like, God wants me to hear. Mm-hmm. You know, my, for me, my higher power is God. Mm-hmm. Yes. When there's like a like the, it'll come around again and again, like, in ways that I'm like, oh, I'm not expecting to hear about this thing that I need to hear about uh-huh. today. Right. And it'll come up again. It'll and come I'm up like, again. Mm-hmm. Maybe. You're trying to tell me yeah, something. Yeah, trying to tell you something. I don't want to listen right now, <laughs> but I guess I'm thick-headed and like it's, need to hear it again and again. Like, yeah. remember I told you uh-huh. it's okay to be still. Be still. Be still. Do it. Yeah. 
And many times I tell my kids, just be still. Just uh-huh. stop. Yeah. We tell them, but we don't do it for ourselves. Yeah. Take heed. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. Well, I'm going to do a little wrap up. So okay. With you on the... So, thank you for coming on the on the show. Oh, I hear the bear upstairs. Oh, the husband's waking up. The husband's waking up. It is 9.30 in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> and we've been up for how long? And we've been, I've been up since 6. Okay. <laughs> and we'll go to bed until when? <laughs> um, well, if I'm not very smart and I end up binge watching another Netflix show, last oh. night I was up till 1 like a crazy person. Oh, no. But I was like, I just can't stop. I have to watch this. I have to see how it ends. No, that, that I've been getting in that bed because I tend to wake up in the middle of the night sometimes. So, yeah, I'm going to bed early. When the kids get in there, I'm shortly behind them. <laughs> <laughs> See, some nights that happens. Like, I read them a story and yeah. like, we're all like snuggled up in my bed and like, good night. And I send them off to bed and then I'm like, <sighs> yeah, you know what? You sleep before asleep. you even know it. Right. I'm like, TV on, lights on. Yeah. <laughs> I know. They're still up, but I'm out. Right, like, you're exhausted. You don't realize okay. it. Like I said, if you be still for a moment, you're going to fall asleep. <laughs> That's what happens every time I meditate. Uh, <laughs> I fall asleep. And then I'm like, wait, what just happened? <laughs> I took a quick nap. I took like a four-minute power nap. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's something. Well, thank you so much for coming and recording. Well, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. It's my first podcast, so we'll we'll see how this goes. I think it was great. Well, yeah, well, thanks again. I really appreciate it. You're welcome. Yeah, it was awesome. Good. I'm glad. All right. If you have another topic you want to talk about, you can come on back. Okay, we'll have to step it up and come on by once again. (laughs) (laughs) Felicia and I always have such a great time talking, and she's so joyful. I love the way she parents, and I love the way... I love her attitude towards life. It's just, it never ceases to me to amaze me how just joyful she is as a, per- a person and how that kind of rubs off on her kids. Anyway, um, that's a wrap for this week. Thanks for listening. Um, I would love to hear from you. Uh, once again, it's I See You Mama. Oh, I See You Mama podcast. I had to think. I See You Mama podcast um, dot com. I See You Mama podcast at gmail.com and then on facebook it's i see you mama the podcast so mix it up a little bit i know this one ran a little bit long um so if you are like me and doing dishes (laughs) maybe you're already done and uh sipping your cup of coffee or tea or i mean listening to to podcasts and that's how i get through dishes right there because our dishwasher broke and it's still broken and i have to wash all my dishes by hand And I'm apparently the only one who knows how to do that because the children make it look like a crazy person just licked them clean or something. I don't know. Anyway, so I'm going to stop rambling. Thanks so much for listening. Um, I just want to say, like, give yourself some grace, ladies. It's a beautiful life and a beautiful walk and a beautiful journey. And um, I am the hardest on myself. So if you're like me... um, Let's give ourselves some grace this week and I'll see you next time. Thanks. Bye.